Welcome to another edition of your on-air series for the City Business Festival, which is brought to you by APSA, MTN, IT Consortium, and GIPC. This week, we're focusing on medium and small size companies and how to recover after COVID. We're in 2022. COVID hit us over a year and a half. So what do businesses need to do to recover? Today, we're talking about finance and practical tips for MSMEs on how they can recover. I have a very important guest, Audrey Abaka. She's been working over 16 years in banking, and she's currently the head of SME Agency Banking and Partnership, led the business to win Best SME Bank for three consecutive years, 2019 to 2021. So clearly, she knows a thing or two about SMEs. <laughs> Audrey, great to have you. Good morning. Thank you so much for having me, Bernard. It's a pleasure to be here. You've been working in banking for 16 years. Mm -hmm. How many of those years have you been working with SMEs directly? Since 2019. Oh, wow. Mm. So that's four years almost. Yes. I see. What do you like about SMEs? I like their, uh, their vision. I like their enthusiasm. I like their resilience. I think in Ghana, SMEs are very resilient. Mm. And it was clearly demonstrated during the COVID period to the extent that some of them fought the virus with their will. I remember I watched a documentary in one of the uh, TV stations and they were saying that they would still work because they couldn't see themselves not coming to work and leaving their businesses behind. And they have survived mm. and they are still thriving. They are like the bedrock of the Ghanaian economy. Exactly. You know, mm. research has, you know, talked largely about that, that every economy has been built on the back of small and medium enterprises. And mm. Ghana is not different. Mm. In Ghana... Look at their level of contribution to the GDP, mm. job creation. And even those goods and services, your beautiful tie, your mm. jacket and everything, they all have been made possible through these SMEs. Mm. You won three awards when you, within the unit of SME banking, your bank was the best bank for SME. So clearly, you were giving them some offering. Just talk a bit about that. What was it about your offering that made the people who give the award think that you were the best bank for SMEs? Bernard, uh, APSA has played a shaping role in this economy, mm. especially in the SME sector, because for the past five years, we have placed a lot of emphasis and focus on the sector. We were the first bank to have introduced our business solution loan and secured wow. and also without collateral, you know, because there was a point in our business model or mm. business phase that we realized that if we have to go rigidly by our credit scoring, we will not be in the position to serve this SME sector. Mm -hmm. So we had to embrace the risk of lending up to 500,000 Ghana cities without collateral, which has been a key challenge for most of these SMEs. How many SMEs own landed property? Mm -hmm. And also we took out the audited accounts. You know, most of them, they don't keep their books. So if you ask an SME to give you a three years audited account before you give him a hundred thousand a three hundred thousand or five hundred thousand then you are not really positioned to serve them and then secondly you know in 2020 mm -hmm. we were the first bank in this country to have partnered with mastercard foundation mm. to create uh, to fund about five thousand smes in five uh, five years and then also build capacity of five thousand sme within the same year in the process, creating 50,000 jobs for young Ghanaians in the country. And that program has been going on very I like, well. I like those numbers. 5,000 SMEs supported financially in five years. 5,000 SMEs trained 
with up to 50,000 what? And this should lead to, to 50, creating 50,000 jobs, decent wow. jobs for young Ghanaians, especially women. This is incredible. So we are coming to talk about how SMEs can recover from COVID. But because of the work you've done with them, what challenges did they face during the COVID period? So during the COVID uh, period, which all of us didn't expect, uh, what really happened to most of these SMEs were th was that they couldn't trade actively as expected. You know, largely it was those that were, you know, trading in essential commodities that you and I couldn't avoid mm -hmm. who were in business. Majority of them, in fact, their businesses came to a halt, especially the hospitality uh, sector. Mm -hmm. So what we did as a bank that case mm -hmm. was to uh, give some sort of relief. Okay, we gave mm -hmm. moratorium to uh, over 100 of our SMEs who were borrowing and they really needed that uh, assistance. So that really helped them. It gave them the peace of mind and it also gave them uh, some uh, lever in terms of giving, uh, releasing some cash into their hands to trade. And that program went very well. But we are now back. We bounced back and I see these resilient uh, businessmen and women again you know trading actively again i see so when the businesses do well you do well when they don't do definitely, well definitely do well. definitely i see it's quite clear they've started doing well because <laughs> i've been looking at your end of year numbers <laughs> and i think you are the most profitable bank in ghana mm, mm. by by quite a mile yeah and the interesting thing is that you know within the banking sector we are the bank that is lending more than any other bank and that should tell Ghanaians that absa is aimed to support African businesses. No wonder we have chosen the word African city because we have a heart for the African uh, businesses. So your profit is not because you are withholding your money. It's actually because you are giving We money. are giving. You see, the more you give, the more it comes back to you. It's a life principle. Mm. It's not very clear to many people. Some people think that in <laughs> difficult times, you hold back what you have. But let's come to SME. So... What are you going to talk about today? What What are you going to be? Uh, give me a general overview of what you'll be saying before we get into the details. Yeah, so uh, we want to look at practical mm -hmm. tips, mm -hmm. okay, uh, for these SMEs in managing their finance. And I'm going to look at five key tips. I'm going to talk about how they should manage their businesses. Mm -hmm. And then also there are a couple of points that I would want to advance in the course of the discussions. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. So let's talk about proper management of business. What do you mean by that and how do they do that? Okay. Now, for every business, money is the lifeblood. Mm -hmm. If you mess up with your business money, you are heading to failure. Mm. That is why it is very critical and important for every SME to be interested in your money your finance so how do you do that you know it's important that the, the psyche of i have to properly manage my finance is something captured in every sme's mind but how do they do that mm -hmm. now they have to pay particular attention to all their revenues every mm -hmm. penny counts mm -hmm. in a small and medium business okay. and uh, the revenue i'm talking about you know money that you earn from your sales activities mm -hmm. and then some of them have investments they earn interest you know from them mm -hmm. and then also they have to pay particular attention to their spending and then the cash in their hands to work mm. and for the spending you know it's very critical because sometimes some of them how they spend their money uh it's it's a bit concerning you know they, they, there isn't that discipline mm. to say that I have a plan in place 
and this is how I plan to spend the monies that I receive. And you know, the SMEs are full of ideas. He will go and sleep and he gets a business idea and he thinks that this is viable. And the next minute, he's just going into his coffex, mm. taking money to go and then finance that business idea, even when mm -hmm. he or she doesn't have the expertise mm -hmm. and the relevant skills to manage that new business idea that he or she has had. So there is that discipline that is required for them to manage that aspect of their business. Mm -hmm. Because, uh, Bernard, to be honest with you, for any bank or mm -hmm. investor to be interested in an SME, mm -hmm. that person, that bank investor must see your financial activities. So proper records of your ins and then your outs, mm -hmm. okay, helps an investor or a bank to understand how you have managed your business over time. It also helps them to even uh, appreciate the level of decision mm -hmm. that you, the business entrepreneur, take. I see. So pay attention to revenues, monies coming in, mm. and expenses and cash flow. Is Are you saying this because you feel that a lot of the SMEs are losing money in ways that they ought not? <laughs> are you talking from experience? Yes, I'm talking. SMEs, I'm talking from what's, experience. What's happening to them? You know, I, I, I have engaged hundreds of them, you know, because I'm on the ground. And one of the complaints that I get most of the time is that uh, they experience thievery. You know, so for especially those in the market areas, even the well-organized ones, mm. is a challenge. Mm. It's a challenge. So people steal their, their, their money. So a lot of SMEs, they don't even want to get up from their shops <laughs> and then go to the bank to deposit. They want to stay there. And so they like money. Exactly, you know. And recently, I heard a story that a big a business uh, enterprise in Ghana. He was, you know, one of the employees. I don't know whether they worked in a syndicate. They stole five million from that entrepreneur. So it's a big challenge that if you don't pay close attention to your money, and you just allow other people to handle that for you. Mm. Honestly, you will lose out. And you know, the interesting thing is that some of our foreign business people, you, your typical Syrian, your, they understand this and you will see them sitting where the money it's is. Like the they follow the money. <laughs> <laughs> I've even gone to companies to buy where after I finish, they say I should pay at a different place. Uh -huh. And that person is in a glass cage and uh -huh. the money when I pay goes straight somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> they don't mix it with what they sell. Not at all. all. Right. So we're talking to Audrey Abaka from APSA, and we're trying to understand some practical tips for SMEs. So we're talking about financial management, we're talking about revenue and expenditure. Yeah. What about sale? Where do you put your money? So would you advise that, how do I keep my money? Is it so the money comes in, do I keep it in the shop, and then one week later I send it to the bank? Or with mo mobile transactions now, the money goes straight into the bank. What's your What's your advice about how to manage the flow of money on a regular basis? Yes, so I would advise that uh, whenever you know you, your your daily uh, sales, okay, must go to the bank. Every businessman and woman must develop the discipline of uh, uh, sending their funds to the banking uh, sector. And this is so because there is security, okay? Your monies are safe with the banks. Mm. Definitely your money will not be safe in your shop. It will not mm. be safe in your house, mm. okay? So it is prudent that you send or channel your flows through the bank. And like you said, 
uh, electronic uh, payment devices have made it even much easier mm -hmm. where your clients can pay directly through your Momo wallets and then you push it on daily basis to the bank. Okay, so I would advise that that is what must be done. Unfortunately, a lot of the SMEs do not do that for various reasons. So there's a lot of money sitting in the market there in their homes. They don't channel it into the banks. They prefer to do cash transactions. And it doesn't help them. It doesn't help them because in the event where you need bank finance and debt finance, your record with the bank is what will determine whether you are a businessman that needs to be supported. Mm -hmm. If your records are poor because you are not bringing your money to the bank, no bank will look at your request. So you need a record, a track record a with the bank. A very good one, yeah. Which starts with making regular deposits exactly so they know that and they can understand your cash flow cycle exactly because these days i'm told we don't lend based on just collateral we also lend based on cash flow no collateral is a is the is a is, is it's not the first consideration the last resort the last resort so and if i have a good cash flow yes i can get the loan because you know my cash cycle exactly mm. and especially when banks have become more considerate and they are lending without collateral, most of the banks would base their judgment on your credit performance mm. with the bank, mm. your daily cash flow, your weekly or your monthly cash uh, rec uh, credit records. Mm. So if you don't do that, then you are doing yourself a disservice. This is the City Business Festival, and it's our honor series. We're talking uh, SMEs and how to recover from COVID. My guest is Audrey Abaka, head of SME agency and all those nice, nice things <laughs> at APSA. And we'll take a short break. When we come back, she will tell us more. She says she has five tips. The first one is about effective financial management. She has more tips for us when we return. Stay with us. The entire month of June is dedicated to business on City TV and 97.3 City FM. This June, the City Business Festival will give entrepreneurs, SMEs and individuals the needed insights and knowledge to advance their businesses throughout the month. As the world adjusts to life after the pandemic, the City Business Festival will give SMEs the opportunity to reboot their businesses with expert forums, discussion platforms and interactive Zoom sessions all month long. Get ready! for the various panel discussions and business forums live on City TV as we discuss key business topics and strategies that will address the challenges that confront the business community with exciting themes each week in June. And as well, every weekday in June, tune in to the City Breakfast Show on 97.3 City FM for the City Business Festival on Air Series and gain the knowledge you need to kickstart, grow, improve, strengthen, and expand your business. It will be a month filled with knowledge, expert conversations, panel discussions, exciting events, and on-air conversations with the City Business Festival. This June, only on City TV, 97.3 City FM, and CNR Digital. The City Business Festival 2022 is proudly sponsored by APSA and supported by MTN Momo, MTN Business, GIPC, and IT Consortium. Welcome back to the City Business Festival. Today we're talking about how SMEs can recover from COVID. My guest is Audrey Abaka from Upside. You've told us about personal business financial management. What else do you want to say to businesses who want to recover properly from COVID? Yes, yeah, so when it comes to business, you know, financing is very important. And some of the business uh, entrepreneurs would 
finance their businesses through their internally generating generated funds. Others too would want uh, debt funding. In fact, equity funding is also an option, but it's not too popular in our side of the world because with the equity funding, you know, they come in to also take some level of control over your business People and don't share. Want that. You don't want that. If I sole proprietor, I want to be in control of mm -hmm. my business. Mm -hmm. But what I would say is that the internally generated uh, funding mm -hmm. for business growth is good. However, mm -hmm. It, it's very limiting. It doesn't help a business to scale to a higher level. Mm. So if you have dreams, and as I said, SMEs, are, they dream, mm. and they are very ambitious. If mm. you have a dream to scale your business, which will transcend beyond gen from one generation to the other, then you would want to consider debt funding. However, a lot of them don't believe in debt funding or they mm. don't like it, especially the women. They don't like borrowing. They are afraid. You know, the what if it doesn't mm. work and the bank, you know, put unnecessary pressure on me to get their money back. I can handle it. Mm. So I want to encourage them that now the banks are well positioned to support SMEs. It's almost everywhere. Every bank is talking about SME lending. Mm -hmm. And uh, APSA is one of the banks that has extensively supported SMEs. And we continue to do that even in a larger scale. Mm. Now, there is a lot of talks around uh, banks are not supporting SMEs yes. and SMEs are struggling to access funding. But the question is, that is it that the banks are not positioned or willing to support them mm. or the SMEs themselves <laughs> are not positioned to attract these uh, commercial banks to support them financially? Mm. I think that the latter mm. of is course, the case. Of course, you think the latter because <laughs> you work with the bank. That, oh, of course, <laughs> because the money is, you know, we have that. We are hidden capital. Money. And we are willing to so lend. So you come for it. Exactly. So what should we do to qualify for the money? <laughs> okay, so a couple of uh, tips here. Mm -hmm. And uh, number one, the business must be a legally registered business. Okay. You can't do any business with a bank if your business is not registered. A lot of SMEs are not registered. Mm. So I'm encouraging them to mm -hmm. take that step. Mm -hmm. And then also... They need to establish relationship with the bank. Mm. You can't just come to APSA and say that give me money when I don't know you. All right. You understand. So that relationship must be established by mm. opening an account with mm. the bank. Right. And when the account is opened, you know the SMEs, they don't have patience. Immediately they open an account. They want you to release deposited funds into their hands. It doesn't work that way, especially when you require an unsecured loan. If it's a secured loan, definitely, possibly, we would consider a collateral that would cushion us and give us the comfort, okay, to give you that money. But if you want an unsecured loan, mm. you can't come to us and in the first month, we start, you know, giving you money. Definitely some uh, period, you know, to observe your character, to observe your business, and also to observe how you are churning your credit turnovers, your sales turnovers to us. So some banks do one year grace period, others do six months. The good thing is that APSA, for the women, mm. okay, we do within three months, mm -hmm. we would support you financially. But generally, we look at six months uh, okay. period. And then also, they should operate their business accounts regularly, mm -hmm. avoiding zero. You know, there are some businesses, within a month, nothing comes in, especially the traders. You know, I know that we have different businesses. There are seasonal businesses where, like the agri-businesses, the businesses that depend on contracts, sometimes until your contract is paid, mm -hmm. nothing comes in. We mm -hmm. understand that one. Okay. For the agribusiness, when it is not your season, final, uh, cash flow is slow. It's we slow. understand that one. But for 
largely are traders <laughs> who are trading every single day. I can't hear dry. Exactly, I can't hear dry, Sana. It's it's tough <laughs> to really you know come in to support you. So when we see that in a period, a particular month, nothing came in, we are a bit concerned. What if we give you the money and then nothing comes in to uh, to pay why, your facility? Why do facility? banks ask about your credit history? What, I'm asking as a layman because somebody will say, ah, I'm, I don't owe anybody, so I should be better for you. But banks will say, it's better to have a credit history as in you borrowed 2000 you paid. Mm. You borrowed 5000 you paid. Now you want 10000 So we should give you. But somebody can say, well, I haven't borrowed money before, so I should be rather... You know, you know what I'm saying? If you are not in the financial status, like, ah, somebody with that credit history should be somebody who rather you should give a loan to. Mm. But banks will say, we want your credit history. Just explain that to me. Yeah, so uh, credit history, you know, helps us to understand your character also. Mm. Because when you borrow and you pay, it speaks to your integrity. And it speaks to your mm. character. Okay. And your discipline. Mm. Now, if you haven't borrowed before, yeah. it's tough to determine, say, Bernard that I'm giving money to. He hasn't gone down the road before. Which means that he has what? managed his life very well up to now. <laughs> what is the comfort that if I give him the money, mm. he will pay? So what we do is that when you are a first-time borrower of our unsecured loan, uh -huh. we give you only one year to pay. Hey. But after you have been disciplined and you have honorably redeemed your commitment, we now extend it to I see. I, I thought your borrowing is based on my cash flow. So if I have not borrowed before, and yet my business is cash rich, and I just need money to expand, you should be able to look at my projected cash flows and say, this guy will pay back. Yeah, so that also depends, okay? For those that are able to produce, let's say, a three-year audited account, you know, that tells a story. Okay. So that helps us do all our financial analysis, our ratio analysis, interpret okay. it to actually give us the comfort that this is a very liquid business. Mm. And this is a business that over time, mm. okay, has been managed successfully. Mm -hmm. Okay, so when lending to such a business, you are comfortable. So for those category of businesses, yes, we, are, we analyze them differently. Mm -hmm. But you know, for the most of the SMEs, they go the unsecured way. So that one too, you, may, you must manage them differently okay. and assess them differently on their own so merits. those are some tips for getting access to loans. yeah Which so a couple of yeah so couple are very key ones you know avoidance of debt checks mm. then that it's becoming rampant mm. and this is something that the regulator takes so seriously mm -hmm. so if you want a bank to lend to you bank of ghana is saying that if you issue that checks we must not lend to you we should report to you three consecutive times you'll be blacklisted hey. Yes, and you can't you can't uh, operate with checks for I think three years, and then no bank will lend to you. So if you if you really want a bank to finance you, you have to take this seriously, mm -hmm. and then be decent with how you issue checks to your client. Mm -hmm. And then we've talked about good credit uh, historic uh, accounts, and they should also avoid diverting mm. funds that are released to them. Some mm -hmm. they are very ambitious. You know, you give them money, they will tell you they need money as a working capital. Before you realize that money has gone into the purchase of a brand new product or let's say a rent, <laughs> a buying of a property that will not immediately generate cash flow to pay your loan. Mm. And then also they should keep a proper financial records. I've talked about it. And in the event where you believe that your business is growing very fast and you will need big ticket size loans, you should be looking at having a landed property fully registered in your name so that you can use that to support 
any any amount beyond what the bank can release to you under mm. unsecured. So uh, I have listened to your first advice on financial management, and I've also listened to your advice about how to access to credit and how to make sure that I am I am worthy of mm. credit. Those are two big points. Yeah. We have a few minutes to go. What else can you say to SMEs who want to recover from a financial tips perspective? Yeah, so uh, what I would say is that they should also uh, consider protecting their business. Mm-hmm. You know, we've, we've come from a hard times and you want your business to be sustained. A lot of them also don't believe in insurance. Okay, so if mm. you want a sustainable business, they should take insurance seriously ensure their 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 business you know their assets ensure even their lives and in the event of any eventuality you know the insurance company can come in to cushion them and give them that support Mm -hmm. and then also there is what we call the supplier financing credit Mm -hmm. it's a very good uh option to finance their business Mm -hmm. Uh, but it only works when there is trust between the customer and their supplier. Can you explain what this uh, supplier financing? Yeah, so this is where you have a supplier that Mm -hmm. supplies you goods. Mm -hmm. Okay. Usually they would ask you to pay in 30 days. 60 days. Exactly. But some of them, you know, give you some line of credit. They will give you the goods Mm -hmm. because they trust you and say that go and sell. Mm -hmm. And you agree on the period of payment. Mm -hmm. If you are lucky and you get even a 90-day credit from your supplier, it's a very good arrangement. Mm. But it doesn't work for any SME. If you are not trusted, you don't get that opportunity. So it's a trust issue. This one is largely on trust and years of operation. If you can be trusted by your supplier, Mm. you will not run out of stock. Once you are making the payments regularly, Mm. the business keeps going. So it means cutting corners doesn't help. A lot of these businesses, I'll store the money here small, I'll use to do something, get some money and pay back later. It's no. Trust is more important. Yeah. I see. What else do you have to say on this point? So finally, I want to say that uh, they should plan Mm. for their retirement. We are in the formal organized uh, institutions and their HR practice, they are planning our retirement for us. Mm-hmm. But the informal sector, you, the entrepreneur, must be very deliberate mm. to plan your retirement. Mm-hmm. Okay, they have to learn to pay themselves and pay their SNET. They should have some level of investment that they don't touch at all. Okay, the money should be there working for them. Mm. And, uh, and also, they should prepare their successor. You know, it's very important. Most of the entrepreneurs, okay, especially the one-man business, the day they are sick, the day they are incapable of running their business, the business comes to an end. And if your business comes to an end and nothing is working for you, you didn't plan your retirement properly, your life becomes miserable. Is that what you want? I don't think so. So they should prepare a successor and make sure that they have a good succession plan in place, you know, train them, and in their absence, they can continue with their businesses and continue to be paid. I notice that a lot of businesses in Ghana, SMEs, are sole proprietorships. Mm. Indeed, when you go to Registrar General and you ask them to... Let's read the data. Over 80%. Mm. At what point would you encourage people to enter partnerships? Yeah, partnership is a very good uh, business arrangement, you know, but like I said, it's all about the mindset. Mm-hmm. You know, the typical sole proprietor thing that thinks that once I get into partnership, Somebody is also coming in to take part of my business. You know, I think that when you have operated your business and you have been established, usually you know, it takes them about three years to stabilize. And you have stabilized, 
your business is running effectively, your finances are in place, you can consider partnership because the partner also would want to see how you have managed your business over time. Mm -hmm. Okay, how you have managed your finances and whether, you know, when I come into the picture, you are uh, the right person I can do business with, mm -hmm. you know, to scale the business to the next level. Fantastic. We've been talking to Audrey Abakar. She is the head of SME Agency Banking and Partnerships who has been doing some amazing work with the bank. What's your final comment? How can people reach you? Maybe somebody's listening and says, look, I want to talk to this woman. I want to bring my business to have a chat with APSA. How can they reach you? Yeah, the beautiful thing is that now APSA, you know, the retail banking and the business banking, we have uh, fused, we have merged together. So across all our branches, our managers, our employees, our colleagues are well positioned to engage the business community on the SME offering. Mm. Offerings, yeah. So they can get in touch with any yes, branch. Any APSA. branch, yes. Amazing. The Business Festival on Air Series is brought to you by APSA with support from MTN, Gersau, GIPC, and IT Consortium. My name is Bernard Lovely. Thanks for listening to another edition which has been on Practical Financial Tips for SMEs to recover from COVID. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye.